I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about running and cycling and swimming. And if you do all of those together, yes, you can be an Ironman. I'm joined by Jared Irvine, from uh, a coach at Infinity, Infinitude Multisport Coaching. Jared, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. It's good to be here. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, myself specifically, uh, I am a multi-sport athlete and coach. I do some personal training. I get people to achieve their goals that they've set for themselves. Um, so, if you have a news resolution of completing a half marathon or 10K run or whatever it might be, um, yeah, I should be one of the people that could help you. Okay, fantastic. So you you spend your whole life in this fitness world, if you want to call it fitness and discipline. If we, I'd say eighty percent. I dabble okay. dabble in other stuff. Um, okay, you know, I enjoy I enjoy the technology side of things. I enjoy doing research and um and there's a few fundraising things I'm working on. But yeah, overall, let's say eighty percent of my time is spent on this. Okay, fantastic. Okay, right. So let's jump into it. Infinitude. Um, what's in the name? Okay, so Infinitude is an odd name and difficult to pronounce for most people, but basically it means being infinite and having no limits. So that's that's the crux of the name. Well, I mean, uh, the, the name's loving it, so I like it a lot. Okay, so and then how did the business come about? Okay, so Infinitude is not my business. Um, mm-hmm. It's owned by Louise Stradom, and she's she's also my coach. So, um, you know, I think we work well as a team together, and that's that's really the crux of of this. Even though these um, pursuits are usually individual, and you know, you do them yourself, it's really important to have a team. And I mean, it's it's. Whether it's our team or another team, it's just good to have that support when you, when you're going through these things and there's someone on the side cheering you, whether it's your family that's supporting you, your friends, your tribe members, um, you know, it's really, really key. So Louisa's story, she came from a psychology background. Okay. Um, she, yeah, was busy doing a PhD, um, doing all this training for Ironman. So like full Ironman is, as we discussed, off air, uh, 3.8k swim. 180 k's on the bike and then a 42 k run and so she was preparing for this and she was with a with a multi-sport club and she just um got to a point where she wasn't with, happy with how things were being done okay. um and she looked into how to get started with a multi-sport coaching business and um but and you really ramped it up in 2016 so that her and her husband moved to moved from bloom to pretoria um and then yeah, they went from there and she, yeah, ditched the, the psychology stuff, um, because it just became, I think, overbearing. And she got involved with athletes or let's say people that wanted to become athletes ah. and worked on developing them, um, you know, in the, in the multi-sport field, but also any, you know, if it was just running, then they just work on running. If it was just cycling, they just work on cycling. So the business is aimed at basically coaching people into becoming call it multi-sport athletes yeah and and i think that perspective of becoming an athlete is something that i work on with with my people a lot is because often our mindset is not about um i don't you know you don't typically think of yourself as an athlete if you're going out every weekend for a 
10 or 20k run you know and maybe you do a little bit of two or three k runs in the week you don't think of yourself as an athlete you're a working person and then you do some sport on the side you're not an athlete per se okay so. uh, and then how did you get involved in, in infinitude uh, so I got involved in 2018. Louise and I had met actually through Herbalife. <laughs> Funny enough. Um, uh, nothing, nothing bad to say there. Um, it's very Pretoria that. <laughs> and, and yeah, so my journey with her as an athlete started, um, in like June, July of 2018. So were you doing any sports then? I was doing sports. So I studied, um, a bachelor of sports science. I did my honors in sports and recreation management. And then I was, um, well, I still run my own other business, but, um, yeah, so I established my business. I did swimming programs and all of that for people. And she, she saw the value I could add, um, to her athletes from a swimming perspective. Um, and, but, but, before that point, we she helped me with my training for for 21k races. So I was doing a 21k series in Pretoria called Prestige, and basically um, every month they had a 21k race happening for four months, and this was in various trails in Pretoria. So what was really cool about that is, um, and Bow Time is such a cool company because they they organised all of this. Um, is that you get to explore different trails in Pretoria and it was really at a minimal fee because I think that's another thing is that things become so expensive. So you think entering races, you want to enter one every month and it's 200 rand times 12, you know, then it starts adding up. Plus then you look at Ironman, it costs seven grand to enter, you know, so I think that's another thing that Could we work pay on. To play, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But when you look at the different events that get set up, you see why they're so expensive. Like Ironman is everything everything you need as an athlete to just to make it even if you haven't prepared very well yeah um and i think that's the beauty of it but yeah so she helped me get from a i was doing a one hour 50 or so for a 21k on the trails um and within a month of training with her she got me to um a 136 so that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's chalk a, and cheese a big number, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we just worked on cadence, technique, form, the functional, functional stuff that one one doesn't think about when training, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, end of 2018, she invites me to join the coaching team, um, get me involved in the training camps, and yeah, the, the rest is history, as they say. Training camps, it sounds hectic. Okay, so before, so. Um, just to clarify before I move on to the next question, when you talk about multi-sport, it's, it, it is the three disciplines that we spoke about. Primarily. I mean, if, if you wanted to contact us for sport specific coaching, let's say, I had archery at the top of my head there, but oh, well, I actually but, you was know. thinking about that exactly. I was good, like, "Am I coming to you to learn how to shoot a bow?" <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll get the specialists in for that type of for the technical stuff. Um, okay. But I think as far as consulting and stuff about you know mindset and setting setting particular goals and things like that, we definitely that that's the name of the game is as far as multi sport coaching goes. Yeah. Okay, and then and then who is your your typical target customer, or shall I say your target athlete <laughs> yeah, a target athlete is the person that doesn't think they're an athlete yet um, but also 
I like to call them working class heroes, you know, people that have families um, that like said 10 years ago, hey, I want, I want to do a marathon and I haven't got there because life just got in the way. Um, you know, those are the people that we, we want to work with and, and help them see what's possible with effective time management, um, quality programming, not quantity, because that's another thing. People think, yeah. oh, I have to train for a marathon, so I need to be doing 12 hours a week. It's not that's not necessary you know um i wanted to ask now why is it so difficult for people to to make the the shift in their minds to say i can actually do this is it, is it almost like uh they build a this picture of you know it's just too difficult and too much time and i don't know if i'm going to be able to do it i think yeah it's a combination of that um i suppose prior limitations or and even like I said earlier, support crew. Like if your family is not involved in your journey, it's really hard, and that makes okay. it a lot more difficult. So, and then we we also work with people to teach them how to have those conversations. You know, I'm training towards this goal. If you if you're married and your spouse isn't with you, how do you how do you get them there? How do you get them to support you? Um, and finding practical tools that will work in in those environments. I think those that's really important. Okay, so if I'm now um, if I'm now uh, I've got new all of the typical New Year's resolutions. I'm gonna get fit and da 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 and stop all my bad habits or whatever. Yeah. Why why get a coach? Um, so getting a coach helps you stay honest. So oftentimes I've seen with myself, let me not put other people on the spot here. Um, but oh, you can, name names, <laughs> have at it. Yeah, so <laughs> this person here in, in Joburg, that, no, um, but, but yeah, it helps keep you honest. Like if, if I say, okay, I need to do 10 hours of, of training per week, two hours swimming, four hours biking, four hours running. And I go and do, let's say, 50% of that. In my mind, I'm like, well, I still went and did sessions, so it's enough. Yeah, okay. But then the idea of a coach is to say, well, based on your goals, you know, if you're just in a maintenance phase, that's also then then that's probably okay because, you know, you're dealing with year-end revisions or whatever it might be or, you know, financial year-end, whatever. Okay, yeah. so we know it's an accountant in Joburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just identify them. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and then you, the coach has the opportunity or myself has an opportunity to say, well, you didn't meet the, the goals. So how do we change that? You know, the, and that's where we look at short and medium and long term goals. So in the short term, in the next three months, the, the main goal would be to get to at least 80% of the sessions. So when I say quality sessions, um, you've got, Something that like works on your threshold capacity. That's a, that's a really good quality sessions session, but you're not going to only, you can't only do that to perform a marathon well. You need to learn how to take it easy as well so that you don't overcook it on the marathon. Cause, um, typically what we'll do is we'll run the first half. We feel good, comfortable, and then you'll suffer the second half. And yeah. so it's teaching the body how to, how to manage that. So we get zone two runs, which is, um, so using, uh, I spoke a little bit about technology yeah. off air. Yeah. Um, so our training platform uses AI to assess how well you executed a session. 
So basically using your, your smartwatch or even if you don't have a smartwatch and you use Strava on your phone, yeah. um, it'll get your... Uh, your pacing, and so you might not be measuring heart rate effectively, but you can you can get into the right pacing zone, okay. um, and based on that, you you'll get scored out of a hundred percent on how well you execute the session. So if I get a session of let's say sixty minutes easy running, and my heart rate is in my in zone three or four and not zone two, then I'm going to get a bad score, and then I have to teach my body how to slow it down. Even if that means walking, and typically people think, okay, but if I'm if I'm walking, I'm not running training. But you have to walk at some stage in a race, especially if you're not a athlete. Athlete, yes. let's put it like that. Yeah, if you're not running for the top top for the podium, yeah. then you're gonna you're gonna walk at some stage. And uh, to to me, almost is what you're saying now. Um, you know, I think that experience that uh, comes to the table in terms of. Uh, let me interrupt myself. Uh, what's the reason why? Because I was actually thinking about it uh, this morning. Uh, what's the reason why um, you'd say that that people start and quit or almost not follow through on those on those ideals and dreams, if we want to call it that? Yeah. So, uh, can I use an example from the last week? Sure. Okay. So, I had someone sign up two weeks ago. Last week they were on fire. Did all the sessions. You know, we had to move one thing out just because the weekend didn't allow for sessions. Uh, pulled a hamstring during weekend activities. Not, I don't think it's a serious pull, but you know, so stuff like that happens. And now the mindset is like, oh, well, now I need to take a week off. That's also probably, uh, the doctors will probably hate me. <laughs> so that's probably not the best mindset to have. Uh, you want to be able to stretch it out, mobilize it, um, find out what the actual problem is. So go to your physio, go to who, who you think is or who's probably going to be the best at assessing the damage and then find out what you can do. So go for a walk, take an easy spin on the bike. It's still going to get you into like moving and getting fit so we we have another concept where we say function form fitness so okay. you can't build fitness unless you have function so if you pull a hamstring um get it functional before you work on your form and technique um and you know like if you pull a hamstring then you're limping and all of these things you so you want to get that function back and make sure even when you're walking make sure your form's good so even though you you feel like it's straining try and walk upright try not to lean into it because that's going to negatively affect when you get back to running so okay. so so do do you think that uh people are, are, so i mean it's always nice to watch uh, let's say the comrades, for example, and you see how the people finish and everybody's so happy and it's, you know, uh, bottles of champagne just all around and, you know, you feel great. Uh, but I mean, to get there, it, it took many, many hours of preparation and suffering and, and <laughs> dedication and all that type of stuff. Do you think that, uh, maybe, maybe when people start out, the, the picture they have in their head, um, is, is not realistic enough? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think that's, you've hit the nail on the head is having realistic goals is, is the most difficult thing for us to set. And so like as an, as an athlete or person that wants to be an athlete, like I'll think, okay, well, I can go and run 21 Ks. 
So you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not that your body is perfectly fine and able to do it, even if it takes you longer than expected. But then you say, okay, now I want to work on a time. Then the the game changes quite a lot. And, you know, it's not that you, uh, so we, the other concept that we work on is, is completing well. So you're not, you're not completing to, to compete necessarily. But you're still competing against yourself. So even if you think have a headspace of like, oh well, I'm not going to be the first person. So it doesn't matter if I don't train enough. But you know, completing well is also like you finish with energy. You don't. You wake up the next day. You're not not too sore. I mean, you're going to be a little bit um, having having a good nutritional program. And that's another thing we work oh, on. Yes. Um, and that's super key. Is and we we have a in-house nutritionist that we that we tie athletes up with and she helped me so much with ironman last year i mean training your gut to so so there's physical conditioning for actual training and then there's your your stomach and everything else that goes with it um and teaching your body i mean i had to consume about 70 grams of carbs per hour on ironman and now well, during the race now. during the race okay and now if i hadn't trained and practiced on how to do that and been been aware of doing that during the race then i would have i would have bonked i mean i had energy the whole time unfortunately some of my muscles gave up a little bit <laughs> um but i you know i think that would also had had to do with the conditions and having 40k k hour 40 kilometer per hour winds um uh, on a on a bicycle or on a run um you know it's not something that we experience in pretoria or joburg so <laughs> it's it's very different um in it's a very different environment and being okay with the preparation you've done and being able being able to know okay i can still push through this i just maybe have to stop stretch it out walk yeah yeah whatever okay so i so back to my example now i've had a a nice break I'm I'm full of resolutions and I I can envisage I'm seeing myself on TV and I decide I, I want to come and uh, join you guys. How does a training program work? Uh, do you mean so like so I start I rock up now there today one uh, okay yeah and say okay right I listen to you and and it sounds sounds great okay so training program uh, typically will gear it towards whatever you're training for so okay. if you don't want to swim that's fine <laughs> we can we, you know if you if you're doing an iron man or if you're doing like a, a sprint distance triathlon or something you have to swim so that's that's then going to be part of it um if you would like we include strength and conditioning training as well so that would be twice per week of 30 minutes each okay. um if you if you want to do other zumba classes is that, is that or, like weight weight stuff or whatever uh we work on functional mobility okay and then also strength development so that would be and yeah development in the sense of you want to be able to lift weights but you don't have to i mean you don't have to do one repetition maxes so this is where specific sport specific conditioning comes in okay is if you're training for an endurance event and you're doing one repetition max bench presses it's not going to complement each other and it's something we have to be aware of yeah you know so some people are all about the aesthetics and how nicely defined their shoulders are um so you guys will probably be upset with me saying these, but it means these nothing things. in a race yeah yeah you're not i mean it doesn't matter how good you look on camera if you're suffering through it you 
the camera is still going to see that in your face. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. 100%. So um, we do we do time trials every month. So based based on the discipline, if you're doing all three disciplines, it consists of a 200 and a 400 meter swim, um, and then this updates your threshold. Uh, so in the the training platform we use called TriDot, um, so it updates your threshold values and you actually get a score on that on how how well you are performing so 200 and 400 meter swim then either 25k bike time trial so that's typically between like 40 and 60 minutes for most people Um, otherwise you can do a 20 minute ftp if you have power if you can measure power on your bike and then a 5k run time trial and so the 5k run time trial can also be adjusted to a 10k time trial if if you're doing longer distances um okay. but the idea with those the shorter time trials is to make sure that we uh, the other concept we use is um you want to be uh yeah fast before far so you you don't want to be able you don't want to go and do a forty two k run if you can't run a five k at, at your fastest. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay. Um. So that comes into that whole development thing. I mean, don't. So, so just in in terms of what you're saying, there's so many, uh, how can I say, bad assumptions that people make when they when they give it a go on their own mm-hmm. that you can and and maybe some of those mistakes might cause you to to stop your training or say yeah i'm not cut out for this uh yeah let me go back to the couch with a beer exactly um and 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 uh, just just sort of getting structured experience coaching like you say um you know might just might just uh Con- convince you otherwise that you or actually you, you can actually do it exactly so so if i if i come to you today i haven't run a meter in my life and i've now had this epitome i'm i'm seeing myself on tv i come and sit with you and i say right i've decided i want to do iron man for whatever reason okay. and you will then th- then there's the the physical training and then you spoke about the the mindset and, and nutrition yeah. that's all part of the we we put it together as much as possible, yeah. Okay. So so we've also got different packages based on athlete requirements. So typically, someone that's more in a development phase will need more one-on-one attention. So I would recommend taking a higher end package at okay. least for like six months, because then you know you get a weekly a weekly consult, especially if someone's like far away. So if you're in Cape Town and I'm in Pretoria, it's not a limiting factor because. Okay. At the end of the day, you, I'm not, I'm not there to meet you for runs every day. You know, that's, that's not my job. My job is to give you a program to work with and then teach you how to manage that program in your life. And that's, and that's where the technology part comes in that you also spoke about earlier. Uh, it doesn't have to be, there has, doesn't have to be proximity. Like you say, you can coach somebody in Cape Town or, or George or yeah. whatever for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I have athletes in New Zealand and UK and so, I mean, even like, those types of things are not an issue um and, and yeah i think the the hardest thing for people is to schedule time to to actually take in i think that's the other thing you asked if if anybody can do this um and i think yes anybody can get to the fitness and the point where they want to be at but you have to be teachable as well you have to be interested and engaged in what in in the outcome and the and the process of getting to the outcome um which i think is is hard for a lot of people so yes anybody can do it but i think it's people that that 
understand that they need to work on some behavior changes well, uh, yeah so so it's uh, it's actually a, a commitment if you want to call it that i don't, I don't want to give it a negative and yeah and, and yeah uh, exactly i'm not about being negative like yeah something something i was but saying you have to commit to it otherwise it's uh, we all know it's not going to happen if you if you start building a house and you're not committed to it you're not gonna you're not gonna finish the house yeah. it's, it's the same principle yeah and i mean that's a, so i'm going to use my hand as an example so <laughs> so um fell and scraped scraped out some some skin from my hand so that's a bit gross for some people. Sorry, um, you know yes. that was that was last week Tuesday, and and you know first thing I well one of the first things I asked after being burned, feeling like I was being burned alive by the um, stalldrupples. Yeah, um, I was like, okay, so you know, can I can I run? Can I cycle? And then the nurse was like, yeah, no, it should be it should be okay. So you know, just keep bandaging it, keep cleaning it. So you you make the adjustments that are necessary with these injuries. Um, or, or limiting factors, if you want to put it like that. Um, so, you know, when I go swim now, I have to put a latex glove on and wrap it. And yeah, it might look stupid, you know, if someone's looking, but at least it keeps it dry. It keeps what do you mean, clean. Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure I don't look at any, anybody uh, with, <laughs> with big eyes. <laughs> at least I'm married as well. So uh, I've got, got that going for me. <laughs> oh, and my wife is also, you know, the best, best thing. So I think that's a, something really important is having that support is she also is she also into the fitness scene yeah she is so we actually met through through oh. our coach okay um and yeah doing triathlons and stuff so she's more she uh, she's more of a short distance athlete um her body just prefers it and i think that's another thing is finding out what your body prefers okay um sometimes you just you don't have to go further to prove anything to anyone yes you know? okay <laughs> That's so important. So, um, so, um, yeah, uh, there's so many, uh, I think we, we might have to do a, fo- a follow up one because it's just so interesting for me. Um, and I, I've thought about, uh, uh, and as you know, I've looked forward to having this conversation quite a bit because, um, you know, we, it's notorious where people come back from a, a long break and you've had a bit of a rest and mm. like you said you can you can see the wood from the trees from your normal um, daily activities and and everybody's uh, i think sp- specifically with all of this pandemic stories and lockdowns and stuff mm. like that where people are yearning to to make a, a change in their lives and 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 maybe test their own metal and, and all that type of stuff but if you're going to do that um why reinvent the wheel get you, you know uh, go and make sh- get the re- relevant help that uh, would make you see a success of it and 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 then i mean all you have to do then almost is you is from your own perspective is you've got to commit and you've got to be willing to listen yeah and i think that's the other thing is our job as coaches is to speed up the process so if you have a goal to to do a 21k run it's about us saying okay let's be realistic you you're gonna have to wait 18 months before you can do this based on injuries based prior injuries based on your life your current life you're gonna have to make big adjustments okay but then saying okay in the process of that like let's get your 5k fast because training for a faster 5k is much easier than training for getting finishing a half marathon well you know okay i'm with you it's working on those things and i mean then uh, uh another concept is um, transfer, 
focus on the transformation, not the t-shirt. So, I mean, you go and see people with all their medals of comrades, <laughs> the merch, and yeah. the, the marathons and all the things that they do, they've done, you know, that's the achievement. And then they're like, okay, now I've, you know, I've reached the end of it. I don't have to do these things anymore. Um, but then what, what transformation did they achieve from all of that? Yeah. What was the, what was the end goal of that? Like, did they become better business people? But then, but then did they stop training because of business? So it's such a, it's such an important thing that you're mentioning there because, I mean, uh, um, a lot of, uh, how can I say, high performance business people, if you want to call it that, uh, I, I don't have a better term towards that now. Thank you. In, 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 yeah. in a continuous, stressful environment, they like to do extreme things because it's a, it's another way of, of testing yourself and understanding what your limits are, mm-hmm. and for me, that's probably part of the re- part of the reason one why one would uh, commit to something like that is is to say, okay, right, um, we all know we can sit on a couch with a beer, mm-hmm. per my previous example. But uh, what's the difference between you and that guy that you see on TV that actually went and, and did it? And and to me, I think that's such a such a critical point where uh, you know you've got to uh, understand what your limits are and and the way to do it is to go and test it and see yeah and, and that's the only way you test it you you fail and miserably you know i mean i i have a few things that i'm working towards uh for the end of this year um and last year was a big mindset shift of like okay races might happen races might not happen but i can set a 21k time trial for myself and go and do it yeah. I can set a marathon I did a self-sustained marathon in August um, And that ended up with a 15k trail run Doing a race Sorry, I think we're looking at time No, 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 um, no. But um, yeah, so I did, I did that and that was, that was hard That was actually my first official marathon Like I did a 65k trail run in 2018 um that was that was hard but it was my first official actually like 42k run that i did um yeah and it was such a such a good experience for for my body i was like okay i should be fit enough yes i did it it was tough it was i had a backpack i got blisters it was you know and and these are the things that they challenge you and one of my athletes in new zealand um Yes, they had a hard time. They, if you if you're aware, they had um, lockdowns only more recently. Yeah, like they were and quite it's extreme, open up extreme. Most, yeah, yeah, it's super intense. So two weeks before, I think it was two or three weeks before her race, um, they postponed it out to November. And at that stage, she planned to do September a marathon and November, and she'd done her first marathon in November of 2020. Um, so she was like, yeah, cool, all good. Two weeks before the, or three weeks before the race, we, we said, okay, well, now this thing is postponed. You can't do two marathons two weeks out from each other. Yeah. She's just, that's not possible. Um, but she said, no, she's going to do a self-sustained one, um, you know, and, and manage. So she did 40 Ks, not 42 Ks, but hey, you know, 40 Ks alone is, is hard enough. Yeah. And her husband and her two boys were supporting her and, um, yeah, and I mean, I think that was so special. And then the the November one also got moved out, and she was just like, "I'm, you know, we're working towards um, a seventy point or a half Ironman distance in uh, February next month." So she said, "Let me just focus on that and recover and get back on track." And you know, and and that's it—just adapting, adjusting the goalposts, and being 
being responsive to these situations that we have to face. Okay, cool. So let's let's wrap it up. My last question. So if I listen to this and I like it, uh, where do you go? Yeah, where do I go? <laughs> okay, so you can email me, Jared J A R R Y D at infinitudecoaching.com so um, infinitudecoaching.com is also a website so you can go and visit that Uh, we are on Facebook Instagram uh, I think we're on Twitter Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Um, and then if you want to speak to me specifically or follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram as Endurance Coach Jared because I love, love the endurance aspect. Um, yeah, and we can take it from there. And then all I have to come to you with is sort of have a goal in mind of what I want to do and you'll help me with the rest. Yeah, that would be the, the best plan or at least where, just give me where you're at okay. and then we can take it from there. But it always helps having a goal. Okay, cool. All right, excellent. Thank, Thank you, you very Yaku. much for that. I appreciate being here. Fantastic. Okay, so there we go. Anybody with news resolutions, uh, here's, a, here's a nice challenge. Thank you for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all the episodes on the Cliff Central Apple website, and for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za. Cliffcentral.com.